The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Feel it coming in the air. Yeah. And the screams from everywhere. Yeah. I'm addicted to the thrill. I'm ready. It's a dangerous Stop. love affair. Can't be scared when it goes down. Got a problem, tell me Stop. now. Only thing that's on my mind is who on this town tonight. Hey, welcome to Call Me Lasseter Sports Talk. Alex Clancy. Valentine's Day, Phoenix, Arizona. Welcome, one and all. I'm in studio today. Kwame will be calling in shortly. Oh, if you haven't heard um, the Ted Wells report, uh, the internal investigation of the Miami Dolphins regarding Richie Incognito and Jonathan Martin, the bullying scandal that uh, has been back and forth on who is at fault, who is right, who is wrong. Both were wrong. Uh, it came out early this morning, and I am speechless. Uh, I'm just going to get right into it. Uh, we might talk some other things today, but uh, this is definitely going to be the focal point. Uh, Ted Wells, a criminal attorney, went to Harvard, Harvard Law. Uh, so he, he's a pretty pretty good source for doing this investigation. Um Bottom line is that everything that Jonathan Martin said, everything that we feared for him and the human race uh, was true. Uh, this is a report by Ted Wells and the genius move that he's making, Mr. Wells, is he's not going to do a press conference. He's going to let this report speak for itself and uh, – it's about, I think, 140 pages or so. I just started reading through it um, a couple hours ago. I haven't gotten through everything yet, but even the first 20 pages are just chilling. They're just chilling. So yesterday, I talked about uh, maybe Incognito was right. Maybe Jonathan Martin was just a whistleblower and, and he wasn't uh, cut out for the NFL locker room lifestyle where people just talk a mess to each other back and forth. And, uh, you know, maybe, maybe he just, he just wasn't ready for the NFL in that regard. And maybe Richie Incognito did have, uh, did have something to stand on that was firm that, you know, it was a witch hunt and, and things, things like that. But boy, was I wrong. I'm just going to read you a text message that Jonathan Martin sent to his mother. It's a little long, so bear with me. He wrote to his mother mother on April 22nd, 2013. I figured out a major source of my anxiety. I'm a pushover, a people pleaser. I avoid confrontation whenever I can. I always want everyone to like me. I let people talk about me, say anything to my face, and I just take it, laugh it off, even when I know they are intentionally trying to disrespect me. I mostly blame the soft schools I went to, which fostered within me a feeling that I am a huge blank. 
as I never got into fights. I used to get verbally bullied every day in middle school and high school by kids that are half my size. I would never fight back, just get sad and feel like no one wanted to be my friend when in fact I was just being socially awkward. Most people in that situation are witty and quick with sarcastic replies. I never have been. I'm awkward around people a lot of the time because I simply don't know how to act around them. And then he goes on to say later on, I'm never going to change. I got punked again today. This is a different day, May 5th. I got punked again today like a little bee and I never do anything about it. I was sobbing in a rented yacht bathroom earlier. This might be one of the most existential human moments in professional sports ever. Puts everything into perspective as to who these players are under the helmets and pads that we watch for entertainment. Uh, it's it's tough to make me speechless, <laughs> um, but this this is far and away w- worse than I thought it was going to be. And I had said initially, uh, weeks back, months back, when when this initial bullying scandal came out, that maybe he never wanted to play football. I said this yesterday. I've said this many times. Maybe his physical attributes and skill has been a curse for him his whole life. Jonathan Martin is who who I'm speaking about. Some of these things in this report are, are, I mean, I'm dumbfounded. The awful, awful things that Incognito and Mike Pouncey, who who was brought into the mix as well as one of the perpetrators, so to speak, they said awful things about his uh, about M- Martin's sister and mother. Like awful. Like these aren't things. These aren't locker room things. And hopefully Kwame calls in soon so I can ask him about this. But this is just I don't know where this comes from. I understand that uh, Incognito was was told to you know toughen up the kid and and which is fine which is which is what mentors do if it's done in the right way but this is definitely not mentorship this is just daily degradation and and just a, just defaming this kid he's a sweet kid obviously he's very he's he's not weak He's just not – but he's not blinded by the by the awful abuse that goes on in these locker rooms, especially – I mean in this one is the one that was opened up obviously through this report and – oh boy. I just, what is Jonathan Martin going to do now? I'm going to get into the Miami Dolphins as an organization. What's going to happen from this? Whose heads are going to roll? 
I said yesterday that that Richie Cognito is going to get a job again. I don't think so now. Because now it's not going to be a, a an uplifting tale of him changing his ways and 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 winning with another team and and cleaning up his act. This is way too far gone for for not being able to happen, in my opinion. I can't read half of the things that I've read in this report on the air. I can't read 80% of them. It's just heartbreaking. The things that – the conversations between – I mean the stuff that's, that, that came out that was said to Jonathan Martin from Pouncey and, and Incognito uh, is bad. It's, it's awful. It's, it's, it's unequivocal to anything that we've heard before with regards to bullying in professional sports. But the stuff that, the conversations between him and his parents, it's awful. What do you tell your kid who's going through this? What is he, 24 years old? Who's constantly berated by the guys that are supposed to be his closest compadres, supposed to be his his brothers in arms, so to speak. Feeling totally alone on a team of 53 must be a very, very lonely feeling. Especially when you're around all these guys all the time. There is no safe haven. The locker room is supposed to be... That's sacred. I say that so much. I'll come up with a different word. It's, it's, I mean, it's, it's, supposed to be your, it's supposed to be your safe haven. The guys get to have fun. You know, you get to talk about things that aren't football. Outside the lines of a football field with your team is as important, if not more important, than being between the lines. This kid never got a break. This is what I'm deducing from this report. And I'm not even, I mean, I'm about 45% of the way through it. And Jonathan Martin wasn't the only one. In the report, it was, the player was called Player A, obviously because they wanted to remain anonymous. For Christmas, I believe, there was Yeah, the offensive line coach, Jim Turner, was aware that in the locker room there was a running joke that, uh, and joke I use lightly, that player A uh, was gay or, or they thought was. So coach, the offensive line coach, Jim Turner, gave all of the guys, you know, care packages for Christmas and... As, as a gag gave all of the guys a female blow-up doll and then gave player A a male blow-up doll. 
I mean, I don't know if these things happen all the time in, in locker rooms, but I'll tell you one thing. After this report, it ain't going to happen again. We always talk about humanizing NFL players, especially because they're wearing helmets and pads, and again, people just watch them for entertainment. But the, I mean, and, and most of the time we talk about that, it's under the umbrella of player safety. But now it's about mental and emotional safety. Oh, boy. Uh, we got to take a break. On the other side, I'm going to continue talking about this, try and collect my thoughts. Kwame uh, Lester Sports Talk, Voice Talk America. I'll be back. What's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America show or host? For the latest news, visit the iRadio blog at iradioblog.com. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Hi, I'm Joe Swedish, CEO of WellPoint. We proudly support the March of Dimes and all they do to reduce the rate of premature birth in the United States. Though premature births have recently declined, still half a million babies are born too soon each year. We're helping the March of Dimes fund cutting-edge research and community programs that help moms and their babies live healthier lives. Please visit MarchofDimes.com and join us in working together for stronger, healthier babies. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Welcome back to Kwame Lasseter Sports Talk, 888-346-9144. Please call in. Let me know what you think. Talking Richie Incognito, Jonathan Martin, Ted Wells report. Woo. So I've just, I've gave you a little uh, mashup about everything that I've thought in the first segment. Let's look to the future. Let's, Let's look first at Jonathan Martin. Okay, so... Obviously, mentally and emotionally scarred from this, and seemingly his whole life he has been with the letter that, or the text message that he sent to his mom about always being bullied and never standing up for himself. Personally, I think fighting stupid, but I'm also 5'9", 165, 170, and he's 6'3", So you would think that because guys are that big, everybody can fight and everybody loves to fight, seemingly. Uh yeah, this this kid's just he's a sweetheart and he did well in school and he played football and now it's ruining his life. So I 
what is he going to do now? He has two ways, two lines here. One, he could disappear forever, go maybe work for his parents' uh, firm or you know get a job doing something else. He's a pretty cerebral guy, pretty smart guy, so he doesn't necessarily need football uh, to make money. So he can do that, which in my opinion would be the God, the easy way out, maybe. Once you sign up to the Brotherhood of Football, you're there. I don't know if that's I don't know if that's a, if that's true or not. The other way is to somehow gain the trust back of all of the players in the NFL. And obviously he had good reason to do what he did as this report clearly states. But I'm not sure if he wouldn't have a target on his back if he went somewhere else. Player A that was brought up in this report did not leave the team. It didn't get leaked who his name is. So he just decided to bite the bullet and be a quote-unquote good teammate. I'm not sure who did a better job at at being a good teammate. And what I mean by that is Jonathan Martin exposed everything in one way or another to, to everybody to show what awful things could and I would obviously sometimes do happen in locker rooms. So his second option is to prove to people that I still do want to play football. I still love this game. I'm not sure if he does. And I can handle some back-and-forth banter, but if you constantly attack me, my, my sister, my mom, my race, then I'm not going to stand for it. And it's crazy that in any other occupation, most any other occupations besides professional sports, this would be a no-brainer. People always say that the NFL is a business, but it's not run like other businesses. This constant hazing albeit i'm sure occurs to a certain extent but doesn't extend in this doesn't extend doesn't exist to this extent i feel like this report helped jonathan martin in his case to get back in the nfl he still has 2 years on his contract with the dolphins I don't see any way that, that he can go back there, so that's that's pretty obvious. I feel like if the Dolphins wanted to save face at all, they would trade him and not just release him. 
Because he didn't do anything wrong, in my opinion. He didn't. What did he do that was wrong? At first, yes, it looked like he he called. I mean, he he broke the sanctity of the locker room. I feel like anybody would if all of these things were happening. And this is all speculatory. I've never been in an NFL locker room. But from the outside looking in, it seems pretty much like he did the right thing. Do you think that other franchises would see this as him having class or him being weak? And again, this business that is the NFL is not like other businesses. Being weak is not allowed in the NFL. Obviously, all of these men are physically strong. Mentally and emotionally is kind of overlooked. and I, I don't know if he can make it. I would love him to be able to play somewhere else. I would love for him to have an illustrious career overcoming all of this. I just don't know if anybody would give him a chance. I don't know if anybody would say you would not be a weakness for our team. You would be a strength. And take all of this aside, he wasn't playing that well before all this happened. So I don't know if all of this stuff in the background affected his play on the field. Because offensive linemen and defensive linemen need to be thick as thieves for them to work together. You need to be able to trust the the guy next to you. And obviously, that was absent in this relationship of those guys. So I really don't know what's going to happen with him. I'm sure this isn't going to be the end of this saga. This report will be blasted around the world. People are going to read it. They're going to have their opinions like I do mine. And the GMs and owners of the other 31 teams are going to have to decide what what they're going to do. If they want to take a chance on a young kid that has potential to grow and get better and better, but needs to be tiptoed around. And I'm not saying that's the case always. I'm not saying that's the case for him, but that's what it looks like after this report comes out. It's not all or nothing. I mean, this is the far, far polar end of, of abuse and hazing degradation. I mean, it's awful. And he was affected by it. I mean, like I've never seen a professional athlete be affected by hazing before.
Yeah. I mean, I, I really – so those are his two options in my opinion. Go away, get a, get a job in a different field or try to be, try to be that success story. Because bullying and hazing is a thing now that can be overcome. There are ways that he can overcome this. Go to a completely different atmosphere. Try out for a team or get traded, whatever. Pass your physical. And start to move forward. I feel like for him doing his himself the service of overcoming this is to not run away. Is to go play for another team. Or go try out for another team. Try out until somebody gives you a shot. Because if you go away, this will be in the back of your mind forever. Running away from a problem is not the way to solve it. Even with something as catastrophic to a career as this, when you've never been a confrontational person, like Jonathan Martin hasn't. So if I were in his ear and, and, I, and I had words of worth, I would say, keep fighting. Try out until your legs fall off if nobody will give you a shot. You owe it to yourself to prove that all the hard work you put in, all the way probably from Pop Warner to make it to the pinnacle of any football player's life in the NFL, keep the dream going. Keep going. Work hard. You're an open book already. I'm sure a lot of people in the NFL envy that, that haven't had the cojones to come out and say, yeah, I feel the same way too. I've been getting bullied for a long time, but I'm supposed to be a, quote, good teammate, so I can't say anything about it. Two huge things for the NFL have come out within 72 hours of each other. Michael Sam coming out as a homosexual. And this Ted Wells report. Oh boy, the NFL has got, got work to do. Call me Lester Sports Talk, Voice Talk America. Follow me at Clancy's Corner on Twitter. Download the Voice America radio app. Listen to the show streaming on there on your smartphones or on your iPads, tablets, whatever you guys have. Call me Lester Sports Talk, Voice Talk America. I'll be back. what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. Sports continues to grow and evolve to ever-increasing prominence in today's society. On All Around Sports, host John Inglesby will connect with the leading newsmakers from the sports world, including players, owners, and fellow sports journalists, discussing the top news and events that are relevant to sports today. John will also report from and offer his experience of the world's top sports events. Tune in to All Around Sports with John Inglesby, Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. If you think you've seen online TV before... 
Let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Now you can take your favorite Voice America radio program with you anywhere. Sign up for our mobile app if you have an iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. The Voice America Interactive Radio Player, powered by Aircast, gives you the freedom to listen to any of our programs anywhere, live, and on demand. No registration is required. Listen to your favorite Voice America hosts and discover new ones. Download the Voice America mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry, powered by Aircast. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or Twitter.com forward slash VoiceAmericaTRN. Welcome back to Cormier Lesson Sports Talk. This has been a Ted Wells Report heavy show. Follow me at Clancy's Corner on Twitter at Kwame Lasseter for Kwame. Like our Facebook page, Kwame Lasseter Sports Talk. Download the Voice America radio app on your smartphones, iPads, and everything of that ilk. So I've, this has been a uh, kind of uh, unfortunate show to talk about on, on the Lover's Day, I guess you'd call it, Valentine's Day, Hallmark Holiday. <clears throat> Excuse me. Two very, very important things as I was talking about before we went to break have happened in the last 72 hours. Michael Sam coming out, saying that he's gay. Two and a half months before the draft, co-SEC Defensive Player of the Year. Last seven defensive player, uh, last seven SEC Defensive Players of the Year went in the first round of the NFL Draft. Is that going to affect his draft stock? The Ted Wells report coming out with all of these awful, hatred-laden words that came from Mike Pouncey, Rich Incognito, etc. towards Jonathan Martin and Player A that was in the report that, of whom we don't know the real name. Football's changing. Professional sports are changing and we're in the forefront. I was talking to Kevin, our producer, offline. Oh, February 19th. 19th, Kev? 19th. Oh, uh, this, this upcoming Wednesday, 10 p.m. Prov, there is a competition, Best Arizona Comic. Kevin will be up there for about five minutes. Uh, five to seven minutes, I think, is his time slot. So uh, check it out, 7 o'clock. You guys got to go. He's a funny dude. He dresses funny, at least. Um, I was talking with Kev off air, and then the mar- medical marijuana thing is another thing. We're slowly starting to progress with liberal things that never really happened before, especially in professional sports. And people that came out saying they were gay were, were, was years after they were actually actually played that sport. So first, I got to call me on the line. This is great. I do want to talk to you. I've talked to Ted Wells this whole show, the whole report, all of the awful things that came out that Incognito at all said. To Jonathan Martin, 
I said that there were two cha- two things that he could potentially do from here. One is go away, go work in a different field, or two, overcome this and continue to follow the dream of an NFL player. What do you think he should do, and what do you think he will do? Uh, let me a couple things first. Um, I don't think he can work in a different field. I don't know where he would be accepted. He's not going to change who he is as a person. It would be great if he could or would. But he's not going to change. Um, uh, two, one of the first things you mentioned was Michael Sam's coming out, whether the fate of his draft stock, and who got drafted before him being co-defensive player or defensive player of the uh, year in the SEC. A lot of first-rounders winning there. If you're doing it for the right reasons, the guy can play football. I don't see why he shouldn't be a first-round draft pick um, if he plays at a high level. That's one thing uh, it shouldn't affect it. Um, the reports of... Um, Incognito coming out. I think he should just go away. Uh, I was wondering why last week that he was he kept professing that that my best friend did this. I wish my best friend well. When it was dying out, uh, you know how news and sports media is. It just dies out once the story hits with a boom. We talk about it for a week or two, then it dies out. But we still don't know what's happening with the Pastoria case. Who killed his girl? The uh, empathy who killed his girlfriend. So that's kind of died out. So. For Incognito to keep talking about this and bringing it up and then all the reports coming out of the things he's saying, it, it's kind of crazy. He's just putting more light and throwing more dirt on the situation, adding fuel to the fire for us to really understand that he is that guy that everyone was talking about or we thought he was. I mean, I, I agree. I, I What do you think Jonathan Martin should do from here, though? So all this stuff came out, in theory, quote-unquote, he was right. I'm not sure if it, it, that's loosely defined, especially because, you know, the locker room, and I've said this, and it is, is sacred. The sanctity of the locker room is there. And that's what I really want to ask you. With all of the things that have come out with him, you know, he, all the text messages he sent to his mom about how upset he is and everything, do you think that he can get a job somewhere else with all of this stuff coming out that showed that he was valid in him leaving the team because he didn't want to deal with all of that abuse? Do you think he'll get a job somewhere else? Uh, do you mean if he get a job because he's been abused by a coworker that no one else will hire him because that stuff happens in the workplace? I think and if I own a company, I, I wouldn't tolerate any of that football or any other IBM or, or top company. I wouldn't tolerate abuse by coworkers at all. I'm like, you bring in a hostile environment to a situation where it's where this we, we come to work for a business. Um, I think Jonathan Martin, if he can't move forward, he can't get over it, then he's going to eventually, he's going to take some legal actions uh, to be compensated for his mentally distraught uh, mindset right now. And it'd be, it's crazy to say that a football player can be mentally distraught, but only an American. Why is it crazy? Away. No, it's, it's not crazy to me. It's crazy that people think that, that he's supposed to be tough. He's, there's a lot of people that think that more than a, more. Kwame. All right, we lost Kwame. I think he'll he'll call back in. What are you saying was right? I mean, it, it is crazy that that people and and I've said this that that people think that these guys are just robots that they they're not affected by things that that normal quote unquote normal people are affected by. So I do think I do think again that he will get a job, and. Well, he'll at least get tryouts because I think that he should push forward, try to get over this, and 
I mean, slowly but surely, go see a sports psychologist, go see a regular psychologist, just vent this stuff out and slowly start to move forward. Get to the root of why all of this stuff is allowed, you're allowing all of these things to happen and move forward. Try to move forward. See if you can move forward. And with regards to Michael Sam, we're, we're kind of cultivating this into one conversation here. But the, the game is changing. The world is changing. And you need to adapt to survive. And the NFL is slowly starting to do so. The medical marijuana, even if that's in the conversation, that's an adaptation. That's adapting. Twenty years ago, nobody would have looked at medical marijuana as even a thing. Any NFL players being gay because they're all men, so how can they be gay? Real men. And nobody's saying what happens in the locker room outside of the locker room. All of these things are coming to a head right at the... I mean, it's all happening at the same time. We're watching revolutionary things happen. And Roger Goodell's got to choose. He's got to decide. Not very often do commissioners need to make really, really, really tough decisions. Like, they have their cabinet around them. They have the owners' meetings. They have all those things where, you know, it's more of like an open forum kind of thing. And then, aside from fines... Goodell looks to help from other people. Um, so Roger Goodell is, has some tough decisions that he's going to have to make. With the locker room, how can you regulate what happens in a locker room? How The medical marijuana one is the easiest one. It either is or it isn't. It's, it's allowed or it isn't. There are going to be stipulations on who can use it, who can't, if anybody can use it. The Michael Sam thing, the openly gay athlete, is he going to have to give parameters on how people can act around gay athletes? What's going to be uh, what's going to be viewed as harassment and what won't be? There's a lot of gray area here that he's going to have to deal with. And Kwame, we have Kwame back. Uh, Roger Goodell, I, I want you to answer for each one. Do you think, first let's talk about the incognito with, with the Jonathan Martin thing. Do you think that he's going to put regulations in place that will keep harassment at bay in locker rooms and, and just around a team as a whole? I, I think he, uh, he is. He's, but he's going to have to hold the, uh, the team. It's, it's not, it's not going to be so much him. It's going to be more he talking to uh, manage, uh, owners of the teams and then owners talking to the coaches. Um, you like to think the locker room is sacred, uh, and, and these guys police themselves. But when one is being harassed, like in, in any work area, any workforce or business, um, that becomes a problem. And we, we had the um, big problem in Miami with Jonathan Martin, Richie Incognito. I think he's going to have to um, do that with the uh, team's owners, the coaches, and stuff like that. When you, anytime you're looking to punish somebody or fix something, there has to be a case study to it. And there's no case study to it. Uh, this will be the first one, and whatever the punishment is, from there on out, you start adjusting to what the punishment will be going forward. So I think he's going to have to do something because in any workforce, 
or workplace, you don't harass. You can't harass a cousin, a, a, a co-worker, a peer. There's been lawsuits throughout the world, throughout the country, for those things happening. Uh, one of the things um, they have to do is that's going to be very, very intricate part of what they do in their meetings, their all-seating meetings as far as the NFL, and that's going to be the uh, topic of discussion. Yeah. I mean, what do you think about... Uh... What do you think about the um, Michael Sam thing? Do you think you're going to have to put parameters in place on what harassment, like are they going to have to rewrite the book on harassment in that regard? Uh, you can't write the book because harassment is harassment. I don't care who does it. Uh, if it was a male to a female, female to male. In this case, it's uh, an openly gay uh, football player going into a, um, a, the National uh, Football Association, National Football League. It is, uh, I don't know if you rewrite it. I don't know how you can rewrite it. Uh, I think just guys be, be human, or if that means... Be- I think we lost Kwame again. He'll, uh, we'll get him to call back. He's having a little connection issue. Um, harassment, it's interesting. On the timing of both of these, uh, harassment, maybe they can, if they're going to rewrite or or clauses so to speak into the into the ethical code of, of harassment in, in the workplace of the NFL they can kind of fuse both of these together you know I mean it, harassment is harassment as he said and sexual orientation or just just hazing constantly a person who's 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 straight gay it doesn't matter it's it's the same kind of thing it's and if you want you know equality and all those things it, it, it's got to be it's got to be grouped together. Kwame, we got you back, so continue. Yeah, I think, uh, when I was saying, I, I apologize for the um, uh, I'm on my cell phone, but uh, what I was saying is you got to respect the um, person, you got to respect each other. And then you just because I'm a certain way and you're a certain way, we come from different places. How I am is not how you am, but I'm not. First thing I won't do is disrespect you. We got a common goal, and we 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 are all at one place for the same reason. We have met on a certain team, a specific team, to do a certain thing, which in this case is football in the National Football League, to do one thing, and that's to win games, come together as a team. Because my purpose is different from yours, I do have to respect you. You have to respect me. I don't live your lifestyle. You don't live mine, so those paths should never cross. But we do have to play a football game and win these games with the common goal, with the one goal is to get in the playoffs and win championships. That's right. what we have to do. So what Roger could do, there's no rewriting the uh, harassment law or harassment cases. Uh, the, the harassment is what it is. It's just what it is in any workforce, any work field. And football is different because guys throw, man, we throw hard jabs at each other. And, you know, it's just fun in games. But you don't know how somebody's feeling that day. And they come in, no fun in games, and no longer fun in day, games. And you, you get into arguments, altercations, and sometimes fight. But right. that is a fact. It is a family in that situation. Absolutely. No, I agree. And I want to talk about it. We're going to come back in the last segment. Uh, We have to take a break in a second. I'm going to come back and I'm going to read to you what the policy for workplace conduct from the Miami Dolphins uh, states on the other side of the break. Kwame Lesser, Sports Talk, Voice Talk America. We'll be back. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. If you think you've seen online TV before... 
Let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. What sets apart VoiceAmerica.tv from the other video content providers on the Internet? Choice and flexibility means that you can host your video content live or on demand on the main VoiceAmerica.tv channels through your own branded media player or your own private TV channel. We support multiple media formats, so all of your video content can be in one place. We offer a number of advertising and video packages. For more information, visit VoiceAmerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us surprise you. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Welcome back. Kwame Lasseter Sports Talk. Alex Clancy in studio. Kwame Lasseter on the line. At Clancy's Corner for me on Twitter. At Kwame Lasseter for Kwame Lasseter. Uh, Kwame, why don't you give your uh, little announcement? I don't have no little announcement. This is big. Big announcement. Uh, don't forget Valentine's Day. I know that's today, 14. I know a lot of people that's last minute like I am. I'm very last minute. Um, still to this to this day, have been for a while. But don't forget to go to God's Garden Treasure for your concierge uh, flower uh, arrangements, whatever you need. And ask for Karen Crawford. That's God's Garden, uh, God's Garden Treasures. Uh, check those out. And for your treats, go to Sugar Rush. Ask for Amber. Go to Sugar Rush, Customs, Cakes and Treats. I know it's last minute, but something could be done maybe at that last minute. But uh, that's one of my big announcements that I wanted to make. Make sure guys go out there and get what they're supposed to get for their special friend, loved one, uh, family member, husband or wife. Boom. And the, the treats are good, I'll tell you what. Those strawberries are killer that we had in studio uh, last week. I don't mind actually make me some because I might have a little get together. I might actually make me some. That's, that was a delicious. I didn't get to enjoy the uh, cake <laughs> because I had to rush out to an event. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So before uh, before we went to break, I'm say I said that we're, I'm going to read the workplace conduct policy of the Miami Dolphins. Here it is: "Quote harassment can include, but is not limited to, unwelcome contact." Jokes, comments, and antics, generalizations and put-downs, pornographic or suggestive literature and language. In addition, harassment and discrimination are not limited to the workplace. They example through calls, texts, or emails on a plane or team bus at a team event or at the team hotel. So, all of that was violated. All of it. Every single word, including the articles, were violated. There should be a punishment for that, and 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 I think um, because it was violated and, and how it was, I think Jonathan Martin. I'm not I'm sorry, not Jonathan, but Incarnita was suspended from the team, and I don't know if he even get his pay because that's conduct detrimental. They can find him up to whatever they want to as far as conduct detrimental. That's what guys, you know, you talk about bonuses and signing bonuses and, and contracts. Well, him he being suspended, this is a huge um, eye opener. But a lot of those guys, and I would probably say none of those guys, 
read the uh, policies. And it just happened to come out. I'd like to see. I hope that was in place before all this. Yeah, uh, 2013. I think it was 2012. Yeah, this is. Woo! Okay, so now this is the part that I really wanted to talk about. What does the Miami Dolphins do as an organization now? Do they fire everybody? Because Joe Philbin, you can't be that much of an of a numbskull. <laughs> you can't. I mean, uh, the, Turner, the offensive lines coach, he'll be fired because all these things that came out. This is just awful what he's done. Um, that's the closest group on the team is the offensive line. Right, I, exactly. And and I stated before earlier in the show that he had no safe haven. Uh, in, uh, Jonathan Martin on the field, off the field, he was by himself all the time because he had nobody to turn to. So but you know, with, I, go ahead. One of the one of the, one of the things I keep going back to, and it bothers me. You got a you got your left tackle, your blind side, your quarterback's right handed. You got your left tackle missing camp, and nobody wants for two days where he is, why he's not in the camp. Yeah, and that's then, right. And even question the, that um, what's going on with him? Is there anything else that's bothering you outside of you you not being here? That no one has even asked that that we've heard about. Yeah, no, it's true. I mean, a lot of things, uh, and this is all about you know when it happens. That that's an afterthought because it was overlooked when it happened initially. I mean, it was talked about a little bit when this bully stuff first came out, but it's definitely been overlooked since. So, do you think the GM gets? How many people's heads will roll in the in the Dolphins organization after all of this has come out? You know, it, it, it'd be that's going to be interesting to see. I have no idea, but according according to what you read, the conduct detrimental—not uh, conduct detrimental, but the harassment policy—and then what took place and how long that was able to take place. You clean house. I mean, you clean house, and then you're taking a huge step back as far as an organization, a business, and and the NFL and winning the games, but you have to do those type of things. You have to fix what's right right now. You, if you wait, then it's all about something else other than the matter at hand. Oh, man. This is uh, Stephen Ross, the owner of the, of the Dolphins. Maybe stop, uh, stop focusing on having you know, Jennifer Lopez be a part owner of the team and actually be an owner. Like this is where, and I, I've never, I never thought I'd say this before, but this is where Jerry Jones looks good, because he knows everything that happens with that team, and he would not stand for any of this. I mean, it's it's the hands-on owners. There's something to say about them, because they could do anything. It's their money. They can do whatever they want. They could fire, hire, doesn't matter, whoever they want. So. This being an absentee, so to speak, and this guy has to be an absentee owner to a certain expe- to a certain respect, because all of this is happening under his nose, which is happening under all the guys under his under their uh, all of the GM and the coaches and everything. And I, I think you're right. I think it, it's a very it's a very absolute decision to get rid of everybody. But you got get you got to get rid of a lot of guys. You have to start over and start rebuilding the brand. That is the Miami Dolphins, and, and you can do it. Um, uh, there's a strategic way to do it. You can start getting them at rhythm one at a time. You just can't clean house because you always got to find somebody in place. They got to know they're about to go. You just can't be a surprise. You like you you hear it till you're not here anymore. You're about to go, but we can't accept that. Uh, we don't want the outside world looking at us like that. We accept that because then you become a franchise where anything goes and nobody wants to play for you. Now you're never good as a business. 
uh, as far as winning football games because who wants to come there and be tolerated or have that toleration there as far as an organization is concerned yeah. or management. Yeah, no, I, wanna... that's fair. I mean, that, I mean, that's totally fair. And I, I think that I'm sure that the Dolphins will come out with a statement that's going to say, don't think that this is how we run our organization just because a couple guys do this. Right. You know, that's going to be obvious. That's that's the obvious protocol for the don't – yeah, don't f- – blame everybody for the misconduct of few. But I think looking the other way is almost as bad as do actually doing it. And some yeah. people must have looked the other way. When you were in locker rooms, was there ever a point for anybody in that locker room? And you can say yes or no. You don't have to go into detail here because I know that that's kind of your own time and stuff. But was there ever a time when people actually felt uncomfortable? Like like visibly uncomfortable with with their with their teammates. No, I came into the situation. Fortunately, for I came into the situation where I had great veteran leadership. I had Aeneas Williams. I had Eric Hill, Seth Jordan, Clive Simmons. I had Terry Ho. I had a lot of good leaders over there. Um, Boomer Sites and all. I had a lot of guys that were on that team already that had a common goal to winning. So nobody really felt uncomfortable. But only the the most uncomfortable guys felt is when they came in as rookies and we had to do. Not that we had to do it, but rookie hazing was done during camp. But it was all in fun and game. Nobody went overboard with it. You know, some guys come in and say, uh, I'm not doing this, I'm not doing this. Eventually they do it because it's just a, it's a tradition and nobody seriously gets hurt. Uh, but you do have your points to where you don't cross and you stand your ground because as coming in as a rookie, your main thing is to learn the plays and get on the football field, help us win games. So it didn't get bad as far as you going to do this or else. It wasn't anything like that. But I was fortunate enough to come in some, to some great leadership, some great veterans. Now, so when, so when you came into the league, after being in the league five or six years, did you have a different perspective on the hazing? Like, did you, so you never, it never crossed the line. And even hazing no. between guys. Like, say you had a guy that wasn't as mentally tough as everybody else. Or maybe in that day and age, everybody was mentally tough. And it's kind of gotten softer. Uh, over the years. I mean, I just don't know. This couldn't have just been sprung out of nowhere. Somebody had to teach somebody in the locker room how to do this, and and then it just gets exa- exacerbated over time. Well, I'll say in that day and age, like I played in the 70s. Oh, you um, didn't? <laughs> but the... Uh, <laughs> no, no, this, you know what I mean? I mean, ten, the past 15 years has changed everything. Or 10 years, so many things have changed with the way football's been played. Watch football now and then watch it next year. Everything's going to change. Right. You're going to wonder. But there's going to be incidents that, that you have to bring to the table because all the answers and the questions to them, or the, all the questions and answers to those questions are not out yet. There's incidents have to happen. Like even, the, I, I go back real quick to the Michael Sam. That that hasn't happened. We've had gay um, guys, males in the NFL, but not openly gay, not a guy who's coming out before you get into it. But you have all that stuff will be bringing to the table. That's why it changes so much, and there's really no case study for it. But you, the only thing bad about it is when it's handled improperly. When you, when the NFL don't do a whole lot. See, the NFL do a lot of marketing game, but they don't do a lot of taking care of situations like this, like a Jonathan Martin incognito situation, like a, like a um, uh, Michael Sam situation. They don't do a lot of stuff with that. They got to make the NFL look so great, especially with concussions when they talk about. I tell you one of the things they did with the concussion thing. It got so bad, moms were complaining. You know, the next thing they did was brought the moms to the table and said, "Let's have football for moms." So now they're trying to ease that pain, and say football is safe. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's crazy how they do things and how they avoid 
and get around that stuff. But it changes every, it changes all the time, and, and Roger Goodell will have to do some extensive research and work and talk to whomever he has to talk to because he doesn't have all the answers. So you got to go to people who know these things. you got to go to different companies outside the NFL. How did you guys handle this? How was the success, success rate of it? He had to go outside of the NFL and see how things are handled and then adapt it and see how it works for some grown men. Because on the workplace, you got a business with men and women. Absolutely. Here in the NFL, you got guys in the locker room. Absolutely. Kwame Lasseter Sports Talk. Follow Kwame Lasseter at Kwame Lasseter on Twitter. That's a lot of Kwame Lasseter in one sentence. At Clancy's Corner on Twitter for me. We got to go. Uh, on Monday, we will definitely talk more about this. I'm sure some other things will come out in the next 48 hours, 72 hours. Oh, man. This is, this is going to be interesting for the NFL. Kwame Lasseter Sports Talk, Voice Talk America. See you guys Monday. Thanks for tuning in this week. Join us every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 12 noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time for another edition of Kwame Lasseter Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.